Look up here. Look up here. Go fuck yourself. Uh, step two, go fuck yourself. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that feels... Great movie. How many episodes ago do you think um, Black Dynamite starring Michael Jai White was? It was our second um, Michael Jai White movie. Blood and Bone was first. And Blood and Bone was around the 100 mark. I think it was. I, I think, think it, it was, was 100. 100. Because I don't think it made our 100 award show. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I think this was probably 112. 126. Oh. Episode number 126. That's too far. Movie called Black Dynamite. Killer. <laughs> it was greatness, man. You got to go watch that. Yeah, it was really funny. Yeah, it was more than funny. It was. Dynamite! Dynamite! You used to play that one a lot. I mean, because it's. Dynamite! Dynamite! All right. Well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father son time together. This is episode number what, Jack? Um, 180, 190. <laughs> 188. <laughs> I thought we just did 189. Damn. Nope. Nope. But thanks for uh, paying attention and playing along. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, you know what time it is. It's Lobby Time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. All right, Jack, we made a uh, fatal error in uh, last week's uh, episode. Okay. And we got called out by none other than uh, Yolandi from uh, from the movie. <laughs> no, like, like for real. Okay. So um, Yolandi called and left us a message. And, and <laughs> no, 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 no. It's real. And, and here's what she said. She'd say her name properly. It's called The Antwoord. Name of our band is called The Antwoord. The Antwoord. Not die ant word. So this whole time, we're talking like we know this band, like we like really like them and stuff. And all along, we're all like they're die ant word. Just sound like a couple of fucking idiots. <laughs> I'm sorry. And um, you know, I'd like to officially tell Yolandi and Ninja that uh, we were ignorant to pronounce your band name wrong, and we apologize. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, a couple of quick announcements. Number one, Jack is going to college. Yep. I think we said in one of our earlier episodes, maybe even our first episode, that uh, for just pennies a day, somebody could sponsor you because <laughs> you're never going to college or something like that. And and here we are, man, years and years later, and you have finally taken Getting the my uh, masters. <laughs> well, hold up. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's an odd thing to say. You're you're two uh, two days into two classes and yeah, uh, already working on I'm your working masters. On it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Composition one in psychology. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you, man. I Thanks. did not know that this day would ever come. I certainly didn't think it ever would. Yeah, pretty cool, though. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right, next, I got some sad news, Jack. Okay. <sighs> you don't look very sad. No, I, I actually am sad. 
You know how when um, film stripping uh, decided to call it quits, how much that hurt us? Yes. Somebody else has decided to also call it quits, Jack. Oh. Our good friend uh, Amy underscore fart 69 is uh, no longer doing TikToks. Why? I don't know. I don't know. She's been keeping up with it? I don't know. She was just on my mind, Jack. (laughs) And uh, so I thought I'd look. She's gone. Now, there's still some like stitches of like her and people reacting so to she it. So del- her account's deleted? Yeah, it's gone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Something probably happened then. Yeah. Maybe she tried to get a job or uh, she got a significant other and they were like, dude, no more. That's nasty. So if you don't know exactly what we're talking about, we um, we paid a lady to uh, fart and give us a shout out. Twice. <laughs> yeah. Did we? Talk? No. Or Just once. It? No. No, I think we gave Gary a shout out or film stripping a shout out or we... We had our own shout out. Well, yeah. I think we did it two or three times. I did, think it was two. Did we wish was, Erica happy birthday or something? Absolutely. Yes, I think so. It was absolutely two yeah. because you used my Cash App, which I don't <laughs> use Cash App, and can't have that coming back to me, man. Yeah, I, I know. I'd so. have to leave the parish. <laughs> so technically, I paid what twenty dollars. Yeah, we did only do it twice. Did we? We did it for us, which which is this one right here. Vince and Jack from Movie Mug and Podcast. This is for you guys. Ah, stinks, man. That's gross. And she had like uh, nineteen thousand followers or something at that time, and which well, you know it's a great marketing move, you know, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. a lot of people saw that and probably came and checked us out. Because let's face it, people who like listening to women fart would enjoy the movie mug and podcast but then maybe <laughs> there's no question well I, I don't know i don't necessarily <laughs> enjoy i don't know her farts gross me yeah out. but we're it's like peanut butter and jelly man <laughs> we go together well uh, yeah but we did pay for another one and i don't know if it was like a happy birthday erica or a happy birthday gary it was one of those two yeah God, I can't remember which one. We're going to have to find that. You're going to have to find that. You know what? If you go back and you find the other uh, time we had Amy fart for uh, somebody, and uh, you let me know what episode that is, I will send you a movie mug and t-shirt. <laughs> but that's a lot of fucking work. Not for somebody that's who wants a movie mug and t-shirt. Tens of hours. All you got to do is be the first person to email us at moviemuggin at gmail.com and let me know what episode we had Amy underscore fart 69 give a shout out that's not the one I just played. Because I want to know. And I want somebody wearing our shirt. Yeah, it makes sense. It's a win-win. I'm hoping somebody will uh, find it for us because I'm curious. I want to know. Maybe Gary will remember. Maybe. Maybe. Gary looked good wearing a uh, a moving bug and t-shirt around his campus, wouldn't he? Yeah. You know, he's in Ivy League. <laughs> and no one from Oklahoma amounts to anything. Not really. That's pretty surprising. Well, he was originally born in another state. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he's got yeah. that going for him. <laughs> shout out to Gary. Yeah, shout out Gary. We miss you, man. You need to come back and do an episode with us. Yes. All right, and next. Someone took the time to write and hit send. Now I'm going to read it on the air. My friend, it's the email of the week. Thank you to uh, Neil Young. <laughs> I was couldn't remember who you were going <laughs> to say that was. The other one's Elton John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So this first email comes from one of our podcasting BFFs, Erica at the Film Stripping Podcast. Okay. I was thinking it was going to be from that one like Miss Rosie lady. 
No, but I might have another email. <laughs> Similar to that here in just a second. Okay. So co-captain Chris and co-captain Erica of the former film stripping podcast, we've been buds for years now, going back and forth, talking to each other via the podcast and sending them prison pocket pussies and, and stuff for their, that uh, was for their newborn. Such a proud moment. I mean, we're friends, you know, yeah. it, it's not just, we're not just acquaintances. We're, we're friends as much yeah. as you can be from far away and without only... ever actually talking to each other live. Yeah. And you've you've texted them, mm-hmm. but that's the furthest we've gotten. No no live chat of any sort. Right, right. Which we'll have to end that one day. But anyway, they they sent us uh, you know a, a Merry Christmas and sent some pictures of of them and their family, which which was great. And uh, they said send us back some pics. So we here at the Movie Muggin Podcast, we're very secretive. I was say we're slightly secretive of uh, what we look like because we want to be able to go to a Starbucks and not get recognized. I don't want to be asked for autographs constantly. Uh huh. We, you know, we see what it's like for Leonardo DiCaprio to, to walk down the street. You know, just getting flocked by twenty-two-year-old women. Uh huh. Well. Maybe we should show what we look like. <laughs> Maybe we should. But, you know, we just want to live ordinary lives. So nobody knows what we look like. I know, you know, you all have this idea of what we look like. I mean, me, Ryan Reynolds, and Jack has described himself uh, many times as well. Like a alternative, non-racist skinhead mm-hmm. with some piercing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so we went ahead and just uh, rolled the dice and uh, threw out some picks to him, and uh, Erica responded. This is kind of exciting, because... Uh, we've known what they look like. Oh yeah, but this is like the like a blind date. Yeah, we weren't sure what we were going to get back. Matter <laughs> of fact, it was a long time before we heard back. Yeah, like, we, we, we were, sent the pics and it's like we didn't hear shit, and it's like, well, okay, we're like, there is flooding. I don't know how to feel about this in yeah. California. We uh-huh. we kept thinking that, and then we're like, oh, they're okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, Erica says, so sorry about the delayed response. I didn't understand why I was receiving pics of Ryan Reynolds and his family. <laughs> Wait, you didn't read this to me. No, I didn't. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because I, I heard one thing, but I didn't, I didn't hear this. This is awesome. Well, yeah, Chris also messaged me on, on Instagram. Um, Jack is even more handsome than I thought. Oh, wow. Team Jack. Yeah. Boom. There's just one more reason to be on uh, Team Jack is that I'm very cute. Olivia, you have made a beautiful family. Maybe I should be Team Olivia. It's not worth it. Yeah, nobody's Team Olivia. There's, there's no fun on that side. Nope. I also wanted to add a few things. Number one, my ask Jack about putting his fingers into something. Remember, that was an ask Jack. Jack, what do you love putting your fingers into? And it's like, dude, that's a fucking layup of a question. <laughs> yeah. You immediately went to Vahina. She says, I love putting my fingers or entire hand into a whole pinto beans or rice. It's like a massage. So what? I'm guessing uncooked pinto beans. Oh. Or, or yeah, rice. Yeah, my first thought was like, <laughs> you know, one of those like big... Like blue Heinz, like barrels of, yep. of beans. <laughs> yep. It's it's like a gallon or something. I was just thinking of that with some rice. I'm like, that is, that's fucking gross. Yeah. Chris is trying to enjoy some payway and Erica yeah. just slams her fist into it. Yeah, I think the dry beans are very nice. Yeah, it is. It is nice. It's very soothing. Uh, number two, women absolutely have way more nerve endings on their clitoris than men do on the tip of their penis. Yup. Our orgasms are better than men's. There's no arguing this. Yeah, well, I don't have to get my ass torn up <laughs> up to my vag. So I'll, I'll take the trade-off. No periods, no pregnancy, no birth. <sighs> you know, it's like, well, I would trade all of my nerve endings to not have to deal with that. Yeah. 
I think we got scoreboard there. Y'all can have the better orgasms. Yeah, y'all, I'll take that. Hey, I'm 100% fine with my orgasm. <laughs> yeah. Feels fucking great. Yeah, I, I don't know any better. Uh, exactly. So, you know, exactly. pretty good to me. You can keep your periods, <laughs> menstrual cycles, and bad moods. All that crap. Yep. Well, I got plenty of bad moods. Me and, <laughs> me and you especially. Yep. We're, we're in between <laughs> normal people and periods. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, number three. Uh, however gross it may seem, it is 100% better not to wash your vagina. That just means don't scrub it with soap and water. All you need is hot water rinse. Your vagina is a self-cleaning device. That's also why waxing is bad for you. Your hair is the first line of defense. It keeps nonsense out. I think it's pretty cool that the whole area down there just functions on its own. Yeah, that, I think that is pretty cool that it like cleans itself. Now, How do you picture it doing that? I picture it like rubbing its labia together. No, I'm I'm thinking there's like squeegees on the inside. <laughs> what what's doing that? They're just doing it. Okay. But at the same time, why is there such a stigma of like fishy pussy smell? Oh gosh. You know, <laughs> if there's no cleaning required and it cleans itself, but I mean, we're just, I just let's let's just be real. Sometimes I just don't know. Sometimes there's a there's some funky smell. That, that goes I, that, hand in that hand. That's just like a thing that you hear starting in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you smell that tuna, <laughs> that tuna sandwich. It's like, what are you talking about? It's like, I don't know. I have never smelt some. It's like urban legend is how I feel. It's not urban legend. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. Obviously, I believe it to be true to some degree, but I just I can't understand that like. If you don't really have to clean it, then how do some smell like that and some don't? It's got to be hormonal or something, right? Hormonal, probably maybe like diet based. I mean, maybe it's well. like maybe it's just like bad breath, but from the vagina, <laughs> don't you know? Brush your pussy. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I really don't know what causes sometimes the mouthwash the, would just be really bad. Yeah, I don't know what causes the puss to not smell too good sometimes. I I don't. <laughs> You know, hey, dicks can smell really fucking bad too. I've never had one near my nose, so I, I'd never know. I mean, I, I haven't either. But you jumped you know, right on that in a hurry. Bo- plenty of crevices for body odor around a penis. Oh well, yeah. I mean, if you've been sitting in ball soup all day and, and <laughs> yeah, you know your it your, smells your, like shit. Your dick's been dipping into it like a spoon, and <laughs> yeah, there's there's going to be some issues down there. So maybe it's the same thing. If you just like don't even, if you just like really ignore your vagina, maybe that's. I, I see. I kind of feel like it has nothing to do with the cleanliness of it. I, I think that, like, I don't necessarily think that a stinky vagina is a dirty vagina. I mean, but I'm talking out of my ass. I really don't know. I, but I, I, I can definitely understand that too. I, I, have, I don't know either. I have smelled some stinky vaginas, Jack. I've I've lived a little long, so. <laughs> so, so. So what do you? I'm sure it's case by case, but has it ever been so overpowering? That you're like, I gotta find a way to get out of here. <laughs> Have you ever just like? No, the horniness like, prevailed back in the day. Oh, I, I think mean, that makes sense. But like, you're trying to go down and oh, not no. let her know well, that you're okay. like. <laughs> so there was no way that I would go down. Man, I no fucking way. And this, like, I feel like we're sounding kind of misogynistic right now. But everything we're saying. Goes the other way, too. Sure. Stinky, nasty dudes yeah. with nasty dicks. I mean, it's not like we're making this shit up. Sometimes it, it smells down there, right? It smells anywhere. Yeah, okay, on sure. A human. Yeah, humans But I've just have... definitely very much heard throughout school 
about the fish. Yeah, I like fish. Yeah. I like the smell of fish, too. It it doesn't smell like um, fresh on a plate at Red Lobster, Jack. Like when people were like, my damn coworker microwaved their salmon <laughs> at work. Yeah. And everyone's mad about that. Uh, doesn't bother me. And that's not <laughs> fresh either. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe it's I don't know maybe how much fish is very accurate. Of yeah. a, I feel like it's sour. <laughs> I've never had the um, oh man the pleasure of smelling a so-called stinky vagina like you said. So maybe, maybe it's I imagine it to be like sour. Yeah, it's like just a sour sour smell. I mean, it's a spectrum <laughs> of smells. So, <laughs> but anyway, it's probably the pH level. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know what that really yeah. means. Yeah, everybody knows what pH level stands for. I think for. it's acidity. Maybe. Maybe. I'm pretty sure. You know what? I'm an idiot when it comes to the vagina and all the inner goings. Um, most men. In there, and, and I prefer it that way, so I don't really care to know. <laughs> I think it's interesting. I, I care to know. Okay. Well, you do a little research on that, Jack, and you uh, come back in the next episode, and you let me know why sometimes uh, vaginas uh, don't smell too pleasant. I'm going to research it, and everything's just going to say inconclusive. Bottom line is, the vagina is very complex and just has a whole lot of stuff that goes on down there. Yeah, and it's like, so, we, we're very simple. Yeah. Even a caveman understands how all that works. I mean, since it's got so much going on, I'm just going to cut it some slack, and, you know, we all have our days, and sometimes the vagina has their day of... Feeling not so fresh. And that's maybe that's what douche, douches are so for. Fresh you know? And clean. Whoa. <laughs> oh, I thought you said I thought you said dishes. That's why, oh, no, that's why no. I reacted like that. I was no. like, damn. No, maybe that's why the douche was uh, invented. Isn't that just a bottle and you just squeeze it and it yeah, just shoots up in pretty there? Pretty much. I don't really know. Again, it's vagina stuff and I don't really care to know. <laughs> I don't you know? really know what's in an enema either. I know. All I know is you poop right after. I feel like I know all that I want to know and need to know about the vagina. And my yeah. knowledge needs to go no further. Yeah. I mean, you've been married for long enough mm -hmm. to where, you know, if your knowledge was that bad, it would have inhibited you at some point. I've found my way around it at least twice because I have two kids to show for it. Oh. <laughs> So thank you, Erica, for that email. Yeah. <laughs> Don't thank you that. for the great compliment. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris said that I look exactly how he imagined. So yeah. maybe everyone else listening, mm -hmm. you might know exactly what I look like. Yeah. If you're listening, you should draw some pictures of what you think Jack looks oh, like and, and send and them over you. to uh, moviemuggin at gmail.com and I will post them on Instagram. And all they got to do is trace Ryan Reynolds. Pretty much. It'll be perfect. Pretty much. Let, let's do the comparisons. Uh, I'm going to count on however many fingers of the similarities. Okay. Beard. I mean, he sort of sometimes has a beard. Sort of hair. Yeah, hair's pretty close. Hair color. Yeah. You're white. <laughs> yeah. And that's where it is. We're both male. Okay, five. Probably similar build. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might have a just a little bit better of a torso and midsection than you do. Thank you for saying a little. Yeah, just a little. He has a better one than me, too, so I can't point and laugh. But thank you, Erica, for sending uh, that email and making it to email of the week. We appreciate that. And I'm sorry that it kind of tailed off into just a, just some rough waters there <laughs> at the end. Yeah, <laughs> some rough juices. We didn't plan on didn't plan on going there. Yep. When do we ever really plan on where we, we go? We don't. We don't. <laughs> All right, and another email. From Mrs. Rosie. Rosalind Kim. <laughs> yeah. No, she never got back with us. 
But that's okay, because uh, I heard from Mr. Patrick Joseph. <laughs> Mr. Patrick Joseph says, Hello, greetings to you and your family. I am Mr. Patrick Joseph, the customer account officer and section manager in African Development Bank, ADB, Ogwa, Dungadu, Burkino Faso. I need your urgent assistance in transferring the sum of $9.5 million to your account within seven banking days. This money has been dormant for years in our bank without claim. So this is the reason why I contacted you so that the bank can release the money to you as the next of kin to the deceased customer. And that's stupid as fuck. He goes on to say, please, I would like you to keep this proposal as a top secret and delete it if you are not interested. Upon receipt of your reply, I will give you full details on how the business will be executed. I'm expecting your urgent response. Regards, Mr. Patrick Joseph. How many people really fall for something like this. You know what? You cast that, that net wide. Ridiculous. You send out, you know, you send out that email to I don't know, 20,000 people yeah. and two end up like sending you a certain amount of money, then you've made some money and it's it's not a I, hard job. I know, but I'm just wondering like dude, you got to be you got to be the bottom of the barrel in fucking genetics if you're that stupid, you know? Your your brain has to be mush if you're like <gasps> Mr. Patrick Joseph from Africa wants to send me nine and a half million dollars, but first I got to send him money. Jack, those people walk amongst us. But we, it's like we see them on a daily basis. You, they've never heard the saying "too good to be true." If they're sending money to that, maybe not. I mean, that's unacceptable. Anyway, I replied, "Dear Mr. Patrick Joseph, according to your email, it sounds like you need us to help transfer nine point five million dollars into our account. That sounds like something we'd definitely be interested in." <laughs> First off, I must say it cracks me up when I hear or read Burkino Faso because I can't help but thinking Burkino Fatso, which is what we called our great uncle. <laughs> we wasn't trying to be mean. It was just a term of endearment that he laughed at too, but seriously, he was morbidly obese. I remember when we used to tease him that his clothes sizes had 10 times more X's than the porn URLs he frequented. <laughs> Speaking of Burkino Fatso, we haven't heard from him in quite some time. You mentioned that we are the next of kin to this $9.5 million of somebody's money. <laughs> it was his. <laughs> Could it be that our great Uncle Fatso passed on to the next life? He did live in Burkina Faso. Do you need one of us to come out and look under the baseball field-sized tarp and ID him? Gosh, I hope it's not B-Fat. That's what we called him for short. He was such a loving man. He especially loved Italian food, sticks of butter, and all types of sausages. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. As far as keeping this transaction a secret, don't worry about us. I have so many secrets that I've never told anybody. Like when my cousin told me not to tell anybody that he had, se that he had sexual feelings for a farm animal and he had acted upon them twice. <laughs> he wouldn't tell me which animal. I suspected it was a cow, but there's a pretty good looking goat and a sheep that looks like she's not the type to kiss and tell. So really it could be any of the three. Anywho, I never told a soul. Also, this one time I caught two of my coworkers, Ben Tyser and Gina Ferris, who are married to other people, Nancy and Frank respectively, doing the nasty in the walk-in cooler at the Dairy Queen in Lawton, Oklahoma. And that's a secret that never left my lips. I didn't even tell my wife and Nancy as a sister. And my biggest secret is several years ago, I may have killed one of my great uncles. And you can be damn sure I'm not going to say a word about that, because rumor had it he was rich and didn't have much family left. So anywho, please consider this my urgent response, and let's get this shit transferred ASAP. My cocaine habit sure isn't going to support itself. And if your response is quick enough, maybe I'll even throw a dime or two your way. Anywho, as we like to say in the USA, may you be blessed with health, wealth, and a vast warm globs of semen dripping from your face. <laughs> we patiently await your prompt response. Love always, V and J. I appreciate uh, how much you put into those. 
It does like every time I think it's almost over, it has like five more <laughs> minutes left. So here's his response. That long? Really fucking long. I'm, I'm not going to read it. Ba- basically, he's... Mad? No. No, he's telling me how this whole thing's going to go down and uh, how we got to do this stuff without delay and uh, how long the money been sitting there and how it doesn't matter that we might not really be his uh, next of kin. He's got ways of making it work, and I need to send him some information. And then he's, he's, he's actually said that we can trust him. We can go over to Burkino Faso and meet with him, mm. and he can show us all the documents. And then he said, once we give him the documents he needs, that uh, he'll tell us the next steps, and then he'll actually come over here to the United States, which we're going to have to uh, help him with his visa. And then he will stay here for about six months um, and and get the money uh, transferred to us. Interesting. So, But he wanted us to give him some more information. I mean, this is fucking trust and confidence. Several, uh, several paragraphs. Yeah, about how you can trust me, and I've been doing this for a long time and all this shit. So he asked for our full name, our full residential address, our direct phone number, a copy of our passport or identity card or driver's license, and the country we live in. So I reply, hold up, Patrick. I know you want to move on this quickly, but I feel like I should get to know you a little better first. I'm sure you can appreciate that. I'm not saying that I want to take things super slow, but I'm not a fuck on the first date kind of guy either. I mean, I'll squeeze a boob and do some tongue stuff, but I got to get to know somebody a little better before I'm penetrating that fart box. You know what I mean? (laughs) Tongue punching. Uh, So in order to get things moving as quick as possible, I'm going to need you to fart in a jar and send it to us. (laughs) If we like your fragrance, we can move on to phase two out of six of our relationship building process, which will include some pretty tough questions, which include, but are not limited to, what do you think about Danny from Zathura? What weird butt stuff might you be interested in doing? And what's the deal with Gordon Bombay and apples? That's for Chris and Erica. Okay, I was about to say, I have no idea who that is. So if you're down, let us know, and we'll send you an address uh, to send the jar to. Love always, Vince and Jack. P.S. I'm not saying you have to, but some feet pics might help as well. Interesting. I've not heard back from uh, Patrick yet. Damn. But I feel like it might just be a matter of time. It was just super long, just like last time. That was the only problem I had with it, was that it's, like, just for me, personally, the novelty starts to wear off after... The 18th extremely descriptive sense. <laughs> I could go on forever. Yeah, if he, yeah, if he emails could. me back, he's he's going to get another one too. Just just the thought that somebody actually reads this—that's where the pleasure comes from. That's all that, I need. And they're an idiot. Why are they going for that scam? Do other ones. Call people. Yeah, we had fun with a one of those scammers one time too. Yeah. That makes me so uncomfortable. I know, I know. I don't know why. My phone rings all the time during the day. I'm like, fuck, man. I wish we were recording right now because yeah. that was so much fun. All right, and that was the email of the week. Someone took the time to write and hit send. Now I'm going to read it on the air. My friend, it's the email of the week. What's your favorite song out of all our songs, isn't it? I hate that one. <laughs> I ate it bad. All right, and lastly, Jack, an unfortunate streak was broken. I'd gone 10 years without shitting at work. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you counted? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, back in uh, 2013. The last one was the... I had to shit twice. Uh, uh, it wasn't the chili cook-off. No, no, no. That was that was even before that. <laughs> that was like 2006. Yeah, I don't know when that one was. <laughs> Maybe but, uh, seven. Yeah, no, that other time, it was an emergency-type situation. Um, this time... It was the night after uh, mom brought home those uh, enchiladas. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, so, I, so I'm at work and, and normally, you know, sometimes I feel it at work, but my body knows, you know, we shit about 4.30 when, when we yeah. get home. I, I'm regular, man. Every day when I hit the door around 4.30, yeah, I go straight to the bathroom and the doo-doo just falls right out, man. You're about to shit your pants mm-hmm. every time you walk in the mm-hmm. door. So two days ago, after that enchilada dinner, I started feeling it about 10.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and um, That's not good. It was like, dude, don't think you're going to be able to make it today. Um, but I fought and I fought hard. I had to pee. And so I went to the bathroom and it's one of those times where I'm trying to pee, but it's going to come out, but the poop wants to come. It's like, dude, you're not peeing unless we're pooping at the same time. And I'm like, (laughs) bullshit. And I'm just, I'm clenching and I'm just holding it and I'm able to dribble a little bit of pee out. (laughs) (laughs) If you push, you can't push too hard. No. Say like, you're only able to push 14%. As hard as normal. I know. But then if you hit 14.2, <laughs> then your pants are covered in uh, shit. I was so mad because I really needed to pee and I just I just couldn't. You had to sit down? No, gosh no. If you sit down, it's all over, right? Well, but you said you broke it and you I did. Not work. then. Not then. <laughs> I'm no quitter. So you just held your piss? No, I, I dribbled out some and I was like, fuck. And then I just, I hoped that, you know, like maybe a fart, it would kind of recede back in there yeah. enough to where I could go back later. And, and do it. But um, yeah, it, ju- it just wasn't happening. So uh, about, I think, um, two o'clock, um, my body- You're was, almost there. I know. I know. I just like about- stretch. <laughs> yeah, but my body was like, dude, this, this is happening. So I went and found a, a bathroom that's not near the area where I work. And yeah. it's one that's, there's not another bathroom next to it. So it's not really frequented all that much. And I shit in the band bathroom <laughs> uh, in like sixth grade because it's, yeah, the, there's no one ever in the hall. Uh-huh. And it was full, it was pristine. And you could lock the door if you wanted to. Oh, like, the, like the door to okay. the bathroom. Well, our, no one would have found out. Our bathrooms, it's just a room and a toilet. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. There's, there's no urinals. There, yeah. There's no like stalls or multiple sinks or anything. So I, I found one that was as far enough as away as I could. And luckily- Were you running? No, but it was, you need to get there. Yeah, like very soon the, or else. The good thing was since it was already ready, it was just like, it was over in a jiffy. <laughs> and then, of course, the toilet paper was the worst stuff in the world. Yeah. How many times do you have to wipe? I mean, I think... Was it a nice, clean log? It wasn't completely clean, but it was pretty damn clean, which, which was nice. That's I, I didn't... There was never any blood on the toilet paper. I've had to, um, at work, wipe in the double digits multiple times. Uh, that was... My ass is just bleeding at that point. That was actually. yesterday when I got home. I, I thought about that whole magic marker thing just sticking yeah. out of your butthole. Just, but at least we have wipes. Yeah. Yeah, I did that with work toilet paper oh, where you can that's see rough. your hand through it. Mm-hmm. And it just hurts, it hurts, it hurts so fucking bad. But dude, afterwards, I went back up to my work area. I felt so great. It was such a sense of relief. And I felt like I felt like I had this secret that nobody knew about. I just wanted to share. Guys, shit at work. It's I it's just wonderful. So don't, now are you don't gonna start it doing it? it? Fuck no, I'm not gonna start doing it. <laughs> but like I felt really, really good. It just it it took, yeah. <laughs> Not only did it feel good not to have to shit, but like I felt like really, really good. It was really, really strange. The next day, my body about two o'clock is like, this is the time we shit now, right? Uh, and I was just like, no, 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 it's not. And so I've, I've gotten back to the, the 4.30 when I get home again. But yeah, man, 10 long years. 
of not shitting anywhere other than where I'm living. You know, whether it's a hotel or the house, I don't shit at other people's houses. I don't shit at work. I don't shit at Target. You're master of your bowels. I shit at my house. Say Target. My toilet. Because I I go to the bathroom. Like, I'll go into pee in Target, and there'll be some dude in there with his pants around his ankles. I feel sorry for those people. I feel sorry for you if you have to go shit at fucking Target. Yeah. That's just... That's... Or if you shit in that urinal at the movie theater when I was like <laughs> 13, that's and a good... I walked in there and I saw it. That's a good gag. <laughs> but really, I feel sorry for you if you have to shit in public somewhere, because it's not like... Yeah, I'll go shopping with you. I kind of got to shit, but that's okay. I'll just shit when we get there if I need to. No. If you're shitting at a Target, that, that wasn't happen. Yeah, that wasn't a planned uh, thing. We went to, had a when burrito. I was a kid, we went to JCPenney's one time, <laughs> and there was a guy shitting in there. We turned off the lights on him when we left. <laughs> you can't do that anymore because you have to have this special tool yeah. to turn off the lights. But I remember turning them off and hearing, hey, hey. <laughs> That's a dick move, man. Because yeah. back then you didn't have phones or any kind of flashlights. Yeah, you just fucking you in the dark, back for him. hoping somebody else is going to come in to pee or something. That but, would suck. Yeah, that that was a dick I'd move. I'd be but. so mad, but <laughs> the same time, uh, I'd, I'd be so tempted to do that. Yeah, but I I, I broke a. You're going to hell for that. I, you realize that? Yeah, that's all right. Just, <laughs> You're going straight to hell. But yeah, that was a. I broke a very very long streak that I hope to to start again. Yeah, I mean, you've already started. Yeah, but I hope to I hope to never have to shit anywhere else again other than my house. Yeah. I don't know why, but I just don't like it. I guess I feel really vulnerable when I'm shitting. Like I I and, and, I, and I feel down the door with I, the I, gun. I, yeah, I feel fucked. like I feel like the door locks are going to fail. Like I just do. <laughs> I I just feel like somebody's going to walk in and there I am just sitting shitting. You know, half half naked. It's just I just don't like it. I don't I don't mind shitting, but I don't like doing it anywhere other than where I feel safe and secure. And one more thing about shitting in public: when you go somewhere and there's all those stalls, there's like little slats. Yeah, they don't make them right. No, why is there a slat? I don't want anybody to ever be able. Not that anybody's just going to peek in on me shitting, but children like. You ever seen those videos? Yeah, where a kid crawls underneath. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing? I'm about get, to get, break your yeah, jaw. Get the fuck away because you're going to make me look like a child molester by crawling in here. Uh, your dad's yeah. going to come find you. Your mom's going to come find you. You're in a stall with a man with his pants around his ankles. That's not a good look for me. Get the fuck out of here. Well, if there's shit in the toilet, you might have an alibi. Oh, maybe. But God, what a, what an awful... Oh, that would. It's not a conversation that I want to have. But... yeah. No, no fucking slats. What the fuck is up with that? I don't want anybody to be able to peer in and see what I'm doing. And then you see people walk by and all your body processes stop. Like, I want to <laughs> no. get out of here as soon as possible. Yeah, but now I can't. <laughs> I don't want you to hear my pooping. No, fuck no. All right, so in this bathroom where I, I took a shit at work, there's a sign that says, if you sprinkle when you tinkle, be a sweetie and wipe the seedy. And then underneath it, it says, and if you dribble a little more, be considerate, wipe the floor. Okay, number one, I'm not peeing on the damn seat. I lift the seat up. So if a little bit of pee gets on the thing that goes underneath the, the rim? seat, yeah. Do I really need to clean that up? No women are coming and sitting on that. Well, but the janitor is going to have to do it. Well, okay. They need a fucking paycheck, don't they? <laughs> yeah. And, but... and, and if a little bit dribbles on the floor, which it always does because I'm a man, you know, yeah. do I really need to get a fucking like paper towel and smear it all around? We don't have fucking Clorox wipes in there. What, what is my, that means you're wiping up other people's too. Cause yeah. no one 
no one gives a shit. Is that really my responsibility to clean any of that? That look, he's going to come in. I can see an angle for yes and also for no. Is the janitor not going to come in and clean the toilet anyway? So I clean it, and then Bob comes in and just fucking pees all over it, like he had a sex the night before. It's fucking going on the wall and all <laughs> over the place. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, I don't and, think and, that's my responsibility. I should not have to do that. Yeah, I, I agree. If, if the seat's down and I pee all over the seat, number one, that's a real dick move. Mm-hmm. But if for some reason like I was in a hurry and I didn't mode. have time to lift it up or it fell down as I'm peeing, I'm going to clean that off for you, ladies. But otherwise, I'm not going to clean the rim, and I'm damn sure not going to clean the floor. Yeah. That's what a fucking mop is for later uh, after hours, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not sounding all high and mighty, but... I think that's pretty normal. Yeah. Oh, and I did uh, lift the toilet seat back up after I took a shit, just so when I walked out of there, it would look like that yeah, I just peed in there, and yeah. I wouldn't have just took that shit. Yeah. You can see, the seat's up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you got anything else? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. All right, today's movie came out in... Oh, ladies and gentlemen, what's that you're hearing? That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going back to the 1980s, 80s, 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 80s. Your favorite decade for movies, Jack. Woo! Uh-huh. All right, this movie came out in 1986. Okay. It is rated PG. All right. It is one hour and 44 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 45%, Jack. <laughs> All right. IMDb, 6.5 out of 10, and 80% of Google users like this movie, Jack. All right, let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. At a dwelling, there are many whores or prostitutes that are wearing very low-cut blouses and showing lots of cleavages. (laughs) And there's a little profanity such as shit, damn, hell, dick, ass, and balls. Not a ton, but typical of a PG movie from 1986. Why are balls in the profanity? (laughs) This is the Mormon mothers, Jack. I've never heard that before, I don't think. Oh, well, I'm sure you have. They, they might as well put dang and darn in there, too. Right? All right, Jack. Would you like to know what this movie is called? <laughs> yeah. I know you're worried about the 80s, but I think you're going to be very pleased, Jack. This movie is called Three Amigos. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, wow. This is going to be such a nostalgia trip for me. Mm-hmm. This is on the DVR for about seven years straight, maybe. And we watched it like eight times a summer when I was a kid, so. How long's it been? I mean, maybe sixth grade. Oh, wow. So like 10, nine Yeah, I haven't years? seen this in, yeah. I, okay. I definitely didn't see it in high school. Do you feel like it's going to stand the test of time? <laughs> okay, so this I feel like is the first time where I'm in the same boat that you've been in so many times, where you're like, I loved this movie when I was, three years old and I haven't seen it since I was three and this is going to make me be hospitalized if I don't enjoy it. I kind of feel like that. Okay. Well, you have been there. It was called Saw. Okay. I was disappointed, but that was like three years of in between. This is, this is a movie that I've probably seen more than any other movie now that I think about it. Really? You think? We watched it multiple times per summer. Mm-hmm. We have the for several summers think, in a row. I think we have the DVD in the closet here. And I mean, I've seen Nacho Libre quite a few times. <laughs> yeah, we need to do I, that one. I seriously don't think I've seen any movie more than this. Wow. Okay, then. 
there is one part I know I will still be super happy to see. El Guapo dancing? Well, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that, that I, I do that dance sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, whenever they're out in the desert and they want to drink <laughs> yeah. the guy. The, I, fuck the other parts. It's the when he gets a thing full of sand. Oh, I just, yeah. Like, I'd rather chop off my feet than have a full mouth of sand. Dude, sand in your teeth. Just even a little bit, that grit. It's One just grain. fucking awful, man. That's I'd all r- it takes. I'd rather have nails on a chalkboard than sand in my teeth. It's the worst. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, you ready to do it? Yeah. You excited? Yeah, I am. All right. Let's... It's like Tropic Thunder, now that I think about it. These actors think they're acting, but they're really in the shit. I didn't like Tropic Thunder all that much. I thought it was way overrated. Controversial opinion. I enjoyed it. Okay. And I think Robert Downey Jr.'s part was funny. It's a movie. They had a great crew of people. I like. I, I love all of them. Yeah. But I was just like, uh, it, didn't, it just didn't live up to it for me. You know, maybe we can revisit it sometime. But uh, I, I, think, I, I remember being I remember being disappointed because it's a pretty highly offensive movie. I with just because Robert Downey Jr. Well, but then also Ben Stiller, he was popularized for his movie where he played, he was like Slow Billy or something, you know, like that. Oh, that's pretty offensive as well. Oh yeah, so you okay? Those are the movies that he played before, and now yeah, this. Oh god! The pe- yeah. so they go to Vietnam. I, I remember, and the now. people yeah. loved his movie, and he's mm-hmm. like, I should stay. Like that, yeah, that's that right. movie has some pretty funny stuff in it. All right. How long has it been since you've seen that? Years? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I only saw it once, and I was like, so I didn't uh, didn't ever watch it again. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we're back after watching 1986's The Three Amigos, starring Steve Martin, yep, Chevy Chase, and yep. Martin Short. Yup. Three big-time stars from the 80s. I have never seen Martin Short in anything besides this. I know you don't love him. I don't care for him. This role, he was great. Yeah. If he was the star in a movie, I'm out. Like, I'm out. He, he used to be on Saturday Night Live, and he had all these characters that everybody thought was so funny. There was this guy... Can't remember what his name was, but he had like a triangle and he did this little dance. And I don't even remember what he did, but everybody laughed and I thought, this is really fucking stupid. <laughs> like I just we'll we'll look it up after the, the show's over and just see if you like it. I, I just thought it was the dumbest thing ever. And then I <laughs> chances are I'll I'll probably think it's really fucking stupid too. Yeah. Yeah, but in this he was great. Uh then you got uh Chevy Chase. Also did Saturday Night Live for a long time. He was the um, news guy. Uh, but it also starred um, the National Treasure, who is Steve Martin. I-, I love that guy so much. He is. He's very likable. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he he's like a good person, from what I can tell. He was in a childhood favorite Pink Panther. This is probably his best movie since The Jerk, wouldn't, wouldn't you say? <laughs> <laughs> Which came out in 1979, and his hair was white back then. I think he was born with white hair. I feel like that, too. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, we we did watch the movie The Jerk. Um, it didn't necessarily translate into a great episode. Well, okay, so we didn't really like it. The Jerk was one of my favorite movies growing up. I mean, nineteen seventy nine. I remembered it fondly. Yeah, it, ten it, years it was, old. It was greatness. And then we sat down to watch it, and it did not stand the test of time. Which yeah. which is another one that hurts. And really, 
true uh, transparency here, this is the the third movie that we've watched for for this episode. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I I did a little like wheeze laugh and it brought a bunch of shit up from my throat. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. This is number three. Yeah. So we recorded on a Friday, I think, and we watched uh, Fight Club. Great movie. Well, great I, movie, hard movie, bad movie. I don't know. Still, I didn't think about it anymore after we stopped. So Jack was so stuck on the ending that we spent a whole lot of time on the ending and he didn't like the ending. And, and I was so, in a bad mood. I had nothing yeah, else to say. Yeah. And so we just kind of like, okay, let, let's shut this thing down. So now that some time has gone by, probably a week. Yeah. Any more thoughts on it? Did you feel like you liked it a little bit more I, or you still feel the same way? So for everyone out there, this is a movie where we're like an hour in and I'm like, this is still a 100 in my eyes. And then it gives you an ending that's not necessarily bad. It's just weird slash not what you wanted. And it affects you way too much. I don't know. I was really mad. And I didn't want to give the movie a bad score, but I felt like I kind of had to because I was like, what is this shit? (laughs) Where I'm at now, I don't want to think about it or watch it for like two years. And then I want to watch it again. And then I know I'm going to love it and give it a 90 plus. That That's where I'm at right now. I don't know what I would give it now. It's not a rateable movie for me at the moment. Okay, we'll come back to episode 237 <laughs> when we will do Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah, so we got bogged down in it and we're like, all right, let's just shut this thing down and we'll come back in a couple days. And then uh, I got sick. Yeah. And so you might notice my voice sounds a little deeper now. I don't, I don't have any idea how I sound compared like to- The Rock. Uh, the Rock? The Rock doesn't have a deep voice. Yeah, he does. The Rock? I think so. Not really. You sound like Vin Diesel. My other favorite bald guy. Maybe I should uh, start a singing career like Vin Diesel. <laughs> if you haven't listened to Vin Diesel don't, sing... Just don't. No, please do. Please do. <laughs> do yourself a favor. No, get on Spotify right now and look up Vin Diesel and listen to his hit song, man. <laughs> You'll make it your new ringtone. No. The other day, my voice was so low, I sounded like Mike Rowe. I was going to talk to people oh, about their yeah, dirty jobs. Oh, yeah, impersonating him in the kitchen. It was, was pretty good. That was funny. It's not that uh, deep anymore. Um, Wait, so, uh, Vin Diesel's music, if you've ever heard this meme, it's been spread a lot uh, over the years. It's like somebody thanking an artist, like, thank you so much. Like, I've been, uh, like, wheelchair-bound. I had a really bad accident back about 10 years ago, and your music saved me. I stood up to turn it off, you know, to yep. <laughs> walk up and turn it off. That's what Vin Diesel's music sounds like. Horrible. Yeah, I hadn't walked in 30 years. Yeah, but today, inspired by came you on the radio, and yeah. I, I walked over to turn that shit off. So then um, today, I picked uh, Bridesmaids. Yep. And um, about halfway in, Jack's like, how much time's left in this? <laughs> I there's no way of of showing you that I want it to end without it turning just like oh god he hates this <laughs> you know I knew that he hated it and so I started watching it through his eyes because I always enjoyed it I thought it was funny uh, but I start watching it through his eyes and it's slow and I'm like oh man this isn't as funny as I remembered it to be either so. Not wanting him to be pissed off at the end of it because we still had like another hour and thirteen minutes. Yeah, I know. I was like, it's one of those times where you you check the time, expecting like, like two hours, 
and you're like just an hour in and you're like, how, how? <laughs> <laughs> and so you pause it. We're like in an hour, 10, yeah. uh, two hours and 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. Yeah. So I, I didn't was really pull in for an hour 40. I didn't want to put him through any more of that because I just felt like, oh man, he's just going to be pissed off at the end and it's not going to make for a good episode. So I was laugh laughing my ass off though when we paused it though. I, I, I was never <laughs> mad. I was just a little bit in disbelief. It had potential. I was about to say, maybe I'll try it again. I, I, I think I'd rather get a couple lashings. Just come on back, episode number 238. Uh, we will <laughs> oh, try no. Bridesmaids again. How about episode... 2000 we'll watch meatballs again oh. <laughs> it would be funny to like <laughs> watch some of the movies that we there's only been like what maybe five that we've ended prematurely oh there's been more than that we got bridesmaids we got meatballs but <laughs> <laughs> jerk I, we finished the jerk Oh, we just scrapped the podcast. I think we finished the jerk and tried to talk about it, and it was like, mm. What was that, Ryan Gosling? I was and, about uh, this in the... Russell Crowe? Yeah, the, they're like detectives. Yeah, one of them was, I think. We... <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, we we turned that off. Yeah. Then there's been other ones that we didn't turn <laughs> off, but like we tried to talk about it, and it didn't work. Like, what, Love and Monsters, right? <laughs> we turned off The Last American Virgin. Oh, we were like 12 minutes into that. That was, it felt like a college film, man. Oh, that was man. horrible. And somehow we didn't turn off Terror at Blood Fart Lake. Because we had to get through that one. It was, yeah. It was meant to be. That was that another case like Bridesmaids where that that movie was like like 63 minutes, but it felt like an eternity. Yeah, that movie. Pretty rough. And they had our lobby time music. I know. It was already bad that our lobby time music was, <laughs> one, used first I in know. that movie, two, tied to that movie, and then three, the worst character in the movie is why it got brought up. And it's like, and that was in the middle. And we had to deal with that for the other 30 minutes that yeah, we left. I think when we heard our lobby time music, we were like, no, and no. Even though they did it first, can we sue them? Even though we don't own the rights to it, can we sue ours them? Ours is better, right? Right? Ours is used much better. And they, they had the cum stash, and that was the only thing good about that movie. Pretty much all I remember about that movie. Speaking of cum stash, you have a mustache now. Have you ever had cum on it? No. <laughs> <laughs> you had to think there for a little bit. <laughs> Because I was processing that you asked me that. <laughs> All right, let me give the 50-cent tour. This movie is about three actors, Lucky Day, Ned Niederlander, and Dusty Bottoms. And the three amigos, played by uh, Steve Martin, uh, Chevy Chase, and Martin Short. And um, did I say they're in silent pictures? That's That doesn't matter. Did I say they were actors? I'm struggling. <laughs> you said they're actors. This is this is an easy one. I don't even know what Are the you fuck good? I said. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that I am. Um... <laughs> and I, I can take it, and I can do it. Now nah, let me try. You never let me do it. Go ahead, fuck up three more times, and then I'll do it. <laughs> you know what? My, my brain, I think my brain is sick. So uh, go ahead, man. You uh, give it the 50 cent tour. Okay. Please. All right. So this movie is about three actors, um, Lucky Day, Dusty Bottoms, and Ned Niederlander, uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Chevy Chase. And they do all sorts of movies, but in this one, they're the three amigos and they're fighting people in Mexico and like helping villages, saving the day basically. And they get a message from uh, this village saying, hey, come help us. 
this big gangster bandito, whatever, uh, he's fucking with us. So yeah, come help us. And they think it's a movie and they just got kicked out by the director basically. So they're, they're scrambling for money and there was a cash prize. So they go thinking they're going to do some filming stuff and they're like, yeah, these guys are really good. And then they learn it's real and the girl that kind of hired them got kidnapped and then they decide, you know what? Let's try it for real. And then they try it for real. Try what for real? Being the three amigos, not just being them, but being the actual heroes of the day and they save the village. I uh, give that a C. Uh, you couldn't even do it. You're going to cut it out. He tried it like three times. <laughs> so I, I give you an F. Like real, I'm not feeling all that well, but the show must go on. You, you might have eaten at the Brazilian food joint. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know, it had to be a bad omen getting back to um, Bridesmaids, where they're going into this Brazilian food place, and as they're walking in there, like a stray dog just walks in front of them. Yeah. It's just a, such a run-down, shithole-looking place. Hey, but they had meat on poles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to go to one of those. It is a crime that for like seven or eight years in a row, we've been like, yeah, this summer, we got to go to this... <laughs> This special restaurant that does all that shit. Texas Day Brazil. Yeah, and it's it hasn't I've never been. I want to go. I want them to carve up a cow in front of me and put it on my plate. I mean, I don't want to, you know, actually see that. I want to see it they carve up a cooked piece of cow. I'd feel really bad. <laughs> they like oh, you ordered the steak and they just brought it with the bell around its neck and everything to the table. I'd be like, I think that was somebody else across the restaurant. I don't want to see you. Or you're looking, and you know, it's one of those doors that swings open that the waiter comes in and out of, yeah. and, and that door swings open, and you look back there, and there's... Someone, <laughs> someone, no one can see what I just did, but, you know, they have, like, a cleaver over their head, and yep. they're bringing it down, and then the door shuts. The pig looking at you disappointed, shaking its head. No! All right, let's see what the internet has to say. Three cowboy movie stars from the silent era, Dusty Bottoms, Lucky Day, and Ned Niederlander, are fired when one of their movies bombs. And what seems to be a career-saving offer, young Mexican woman Carmen offers them a high-paying gig in her village. The three jump at the opportunity expecting to do their typical act, but Carmen believes they are really heroes and asks them to rid her village of a bad guy named El Guapo. Yeah, pretty good. All right, so it's been about 10 years since you've seen uh, Three Amigos, so you say. Yeah, something like that. So what are your thoughts seeing it uh, 10 years later? Uh, I guess I'll blow my load. I had a lot of fun. You did. You laughed a lot. Somehow, some way, somehow, even though I saw things in this movie where I was like, okay, this is clearly a kid's movie. Some of the jokes are very kid-centered where it's like, oh, haha, nowadays. But I still had fun. And, you know, I I'm laughing. They said some really inappropriate shit for a PG movie. She was like, uh, I'm going to prepare you for when you're El Guapo's, like, woman tonight. And she was like do you know what foreplay is? And she was like, or the other girl was, said, no. <laughs> and then she was like, okay, good. Neither does El Guapo. And it's like, PG, my fucking ass. I don't think that's wrong for PG. They said foreplay. That's sex stuff. PG stands for four kids. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I think yeah, it stands for PG. parental it's guidance. Like it's up to the parent if they let their kids come watch this movie. That, but who thinks that way? Oh, PG, I better guide my kid and if they can see this or not. 
I need to cover their eyes for a PG movie. Absolutely not. Yeah, I've been to lots of rated R movies where there's like little kids in there. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing bringing your little kid to this movie? It's, it's not okay exposing them to some of the movies that I've seen them in. Yeah. As much as you would think that I would disagree with that statement, I, I totally agree. Movies are so much different than video games. I think video games, you can start them on whatever young. Like Call of Duty, I started playing that in like third grade, so I'm like nine or ten. That's not bad. But if I would have watched a Scream movie in third grade, that would have fucked me up. I would have been so scared. Yeah. Because that is scary, and video games are exactly that. They're a game. Movies look like a person is actually getting stabbed. Like, there's real, like, trauma that can happen from being really young and seeing some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, Michael Jackson's thriller fucked you up. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> you curled up in the fetal position underneath the kitchen table Zombies or somewhere. Zombies were my worst fear, uh-huh. which is so stupid because <laughs> they're not real. Uh, but what kid isn't like that? I, I was... I, I specifically remember one night where I was so afraid and I thought I had seen Gollum out of the corner of my eye in the dark in my room from Lord of the Rings. Yes, that that is the one, everybody. I was deathly afraid of Gollum. And yeah, like I remember you and mom made me uh, look at the wall whenever Gollum was like regular and was strangling his friend. I didn't know what that looked like for years. I'll, I just heard it. And you're like, don't look away, look away. And that wasn't even as bad as some of yeah. the movies. Like he wasn't you, Gollum yet there. He, he was Schmeagol. Yeah. And <laughs> you could kind of see the Gollum in him. But yeah, man, that was rough when he choked out his yeah. friend. And Just you were pretty young. Him in a boat. Yeah. You were you were pretty young. Now, what, do you remember any specific movies where you saw a child in it, or is it just something you remember happening? Because if you do remember any, I feel like that would be kind of fun to hear. Like, oh, yeah, I brought my five-year-old to Texas Chainsaw 3D. Like, there's definitely a tier list of really don't bring your kids to this. And it's like, you know what? Like, it's okay that they saw Saving Private Ryan. I don't think it was as much violence as I think it was like sexual stuff. Oh, like Black Swan. (laughs) I've never seen Black Swan. (laughs) Me neither, but I, I know it's like pouring the movie. From what I've I've heard. <laughs> so if you haven't seen this movie, their outfits are crazy. So they are you, awesome. So you you have basically the whole black suit with um they're not rhinestones, but they're bedazzled. Okay. Yeah, they're they're kind of bedazzled <laughs> down the outside of their pants and all over their jacket. And of course they have like a, a white shirt and a bow tie on, and they have this huge fucking sombrero that's also bedazzled. And when they first get to this town. Like three guys come in from uh, El Guapo's uh, mm-hmm. gang, and they don't know what to do with them. And uh, so the three amigos basically run them off because they're like, let's go tell El Guapo what we've seen. Because the three amigos think that they're just going there to put on a show. Yeah. For the people of Santa, Santa Poco, mm-hmm. uh, which stands for Holy Little, which I don't you really that understand. Up? Yeah. It's, well, I knew Poco was little. It sounds good. Because if, if somebody says, do you speak Spanish, and you say, un poco. Mm-hmm. A little. Mm-hmm. Un poquito. Mm. That's even smaller, right? I don't know. That's what your last girlfriend called you, right? And she pointed at a certain area. My feet. <laughs> no. I have smaller feet than... A little, a little higher. All of my friends. My friend who is 5'7 has bigger feet than me. Yeah, you come from a line of uh, men who don't have large feet. Uh, I wear eight and a halfs. But that's because I like my shoes roomy. 
which sucks. I always thought I wore eight and a halfs until um, at my work, I was like, that shoe is so fucking cool. And my coworker had walked out with the only pair of eight and a halfs we got as I was walking into work. So I, I go to the back and I'm like, where's the fucking eight and a half? It's a fresh shipment. We should have it. I, I try on the eight and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, I'm an eight. The eight and a halfs fit me great. Why I love you, having looser shoes. Why do you want big feet? Well, because I think like it's weird. There's nothing wrong with having feet that are smaller. And I'm I'm not actually self-conscious about it, but I would definitely defend myself and be like, no, that doesn't matter. Do you know that Martin Short wears a size 11? <laughs> he, he looked about four foot 12. He's 5'7". Oh, I really just said four foot 12. Nice. Yeah, five foot. He's uh, he's 5'7". Steve Martin's six foot and Chevy Chase is 6'4". And an asshole. He was great in this. Yeah, he was great, but it's just... When you watch a movie where you know somebody's an asshole, it you, muddies it a little. It bit. does. It really does. Like, like I, when people listen to us and they know that you're an asshole. Probably every time you talk, <laughs> they're like, they're like Fuck this guy. They're like more vents, please. Yeah, I said it, no it one does. Ever. It does. When you know somebody's an asshole, it does make you not enjoy their performance as yeah. much. Yeah, it made me happier that he was the dumbest one. I was like, yeah, he was the one with the full canteen though. So how yeah. how dumb was he then? He's probably too stupid to realize he's thirsty or something, but... So the people that the three amigos chased off go back and tell El Guapo, and El Guapo's like, all right, I'm going to take 50 men, and we're going to go kill them. <laughs> so they show up, and uh, the three amigos come out, and they try to do the, the same song and dance to, yeah. to kind of chase them off. And tell then, us we're going to die like a dog. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Steve Martin gets shot, and he's like, wait a minute. And he goes up to him, and he's like getting on to him, and then he realizes, oh, shit, this is real. Yeah. And he goes back and tells uh, Ned and Dusty, "This is this is real, guys. Like, they are fucked. they are going to kill us." So then they start crying and they're like, "Please don't kill us." And he's like, "Well, we don't kill crying women." So yeah, he's like, "We only kill men." Yeah, and so the three amigos uh, ride off, and uh, basically they uh, El Guapo and his gang destroy the town. And, and then uh, all the people of the village hate the three amigos now because they're not what they thought they mm -hmm. were. So they come back and then. Uh, they're just going to go back to Hollywood, but then Ned Niederlander, uh, Martin Short, decides, you know what? He grew a massive pair of balls. We got nothing back in the United States. The three amigos are dead there. Mm -hmm. So they're alive here. So let's go and uh, rescue the girl who got kidnapped and take down El Guapo. And so like, they, that's insane. And so they go there and uh, they rescue the girl and come back to um, uh, Santa Poco and uh, <laughs> they come up with this... This great idea to uh, make a bunch of costumes that look exactly like the Three Amigos, and, yeah. and there's like 103 Amigos in the town shooting at everybody. And uh, you know what? It works. Yeah. All right. You know what? Let's just get into favorite parts. Man, I've said it before we started. I will forever love the scene when they're in the desert and the canteens. And and Martin Short, he sold it so well. It looked like it got all in his eyes, like his eyes are all red in the face he's making. Well, break it down. What's happening in yeah. that scene? So they're riding through the desert. They're all sweating like, oh, oh. They stop, and they all take out their canteens. Martin goes to take a drink first. I'm, I'm laughing about it, talking about it. Steve. Yeah, Steve Martin goes first. He gets just a trickle, and he looks really defeated. And then... It goes to Martin Short, and he opens his, and he he just turns it upside down, and it's a big pile of sand in there, and it gets all in his mouth, all, and he, like they're all sweaty, so it's all sticking to his face, and he just 
has this like kind of like dumbfounded scowl on his face. And for the rest of the scene, his face does not change. <laughs> and he just looks so downtrodden. Yeah, disheveled and just upset but speechless about what how did that get in there? And <laughs> and then of course, uh Chevy Chase, he starts just drinking like a gallon from his tiny little canteen spitting it out, pouring it all over himself. He throws it, and it's spilling all on the ground, <laughs> yep. and then he's, like, lip-bombing. And he looks over, and Steve Martin and Martin Short are just, like, just in, at a complete loss for words, staring at him, and he's like, lip-bomb? I remember that cracked me up as a kid. Didn't really crack me up necessarily as as much as it used to, which is expected. It's this a great is, scene. And Martin Short made that scene. just But his face, I don't know. He He did the perfect face, like... I feel like he practiced that in the mirror, doing that face. Like, what face would you make if you had a mouthful of sand? That was great. One of my favorite parts was at the beginning, the three amigos, they get kicked out of the studio, and they take their clothes and everything, and they're like, you're fired. Get the fuck out of here. And then they get the telegram that says to come to Santa Poco, and so they're like, we need to get our uniforms back. And so uh, Steve Martin climbs up on top of this wall, and... uh, Chevy Chase and Martin Short, they're they're crouched down. They're waiting for the signal. And so Steve <laughs> Martin gets right above them, and he starts whistling. And they're they're just looking at the ground. Uh, and then he he starts making noises like an owl, and and just it gets louder and, and louder. Caca, caca. And they're I mean he's like six feet above them, right? And then he's like, look, look. And they're <laughs> still do. not looking. <laughs> you too. Look up here. Look up here. They're just clueless. They're they like just... kind of looking around a little bit. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have no idea. They're like, yeah, finally he has to, loud. yeah, finally has to yell, hey, you guys. Um, yeah. That was just ridiculous, but I just, I just love that. We need to do the Goonies. You said, hey, you guys, and I thought of the Goonies. I haven't seen that since probably around the same time I last watched this. Okay. You know what? It's not even on my list. And that is, that is a classic uh, it's movie. It's one that I've kind of forgotten about. You got the chunk truffle. You got that guy who's a vampire hunter. Corey and then, Feldman. And then the, what, you've seen him these days? He he's going out on the road uh touring. He has a band and his his wife's in the band. And I think she's like the piano player and she does solos every now and then and they're terrible. But he's he's acting like he's some big rock star out there. And I've seen uh bits about it on TikTok and it's just so bad. He does the song from The Lost Boys, Thou Shall Not Lie. Yeah. He, he does that in concert. It's just yes. so bad. There's like 15 people in the audience that come to see him. So there's there's reminiscing, and there's, damn, I'm running out of money. What can I do? And I, I feel like him doing that song. What do you think his net worth is? <laughs> I mean, that's impossible. I I've, have known him to be in like three movies. Um, I know he was like a child star more so. Uh-huh. Um, probably not much if he's a child star. I'm going to guess $4 million. I'll guess three. It should be a lot higher with all the stuff that he's been in. But I feel like he's not done a good job with it. His net worth's one million. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Man, I, he would love uh, to be at three or four. Yeah. It'd be so easy to think you're invincible when you're a popular Hollywood actor. Yeah. You'd be like, I buy as much Coke as I want. And now I'm only worth one million when I should be worth way more. Now I got to go play fucking shitty venues where 15 people show up so I can make 30 bucks. Yeah. And, and sing songs from one of my most popular movies, probably. Also with the Goonies, I want to see my my boy Sloth. It's been a while. <laughs> I liked him. He creeped me out, but, but I liked him. I think he's meant to creep you out. 
But also, what I did enjoy is I, I picked up on every innuendo from this movie, or like the foreplay parts. I would have never known what foreplay was for another multiple years after my last time seeing this movie. So you know what foreplay is now, Jack? No. No? No, I'm okay. kidding. It's when it's a man... You, you gotta really make her wet first. A, a, <laughs> yeah? And that's the easy, crude <laughs> way to put it, is, you know, you can't just, like, start with the sex. That's what lube's for, dude. Well, yeah, but you also, I mean, I feel like one party might be a little bit disappointed if <laughs> there is no foreplay. At least one party. Not this party. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I got shit to do, man. <laughs> what do you mean you got shit to do? <laughs> I mean, this can't be too time consuming. Why? Because uh, why wouldn't? Isn't that exactly what you want to be doing when it's going on? I'm tired. I, I I know this this role can be reversed in real life, but famously by Hollywood or whatever movies, it's always the woman who's like, "No, I'm not in the mood." So are you, are you saying that you're like that? That I'm not in the I mood? I have things to do. <laughs> I have things to do. Let's not enjoy ourselves. Or let, let's have you not have very much fun. <laughs> you're like the kind of guy who like lasts for like 35 seconds and like lays down all sweaty and is like, was that good for you? <laughs> and she's like... Oh, yeah, if, yeah. If I'm all sweaty in 35 seconds, then I got some hey, kind of... fat endocrinology problem or something. <laughs> I feel like that's the right word. Man, I, I'll be sweaty. I know I'll be sweating my ass off. 35 seconds? I'm probably not 35, but I'm not fit. But here's, I'm a, here's not the thing. fit by any mean of the word. Look, I, I know that, you know, foreplay's good, but the actual fucking, overall, women don't want it to last long. Like, they don't. It'll probably start to hurt. They don't want to get pounded for, like, 20 minutes. They, well, they, they don't want have to. to be a pounding. <laughs> I mean, I think pounding, if pounding lasts for a really long time, it's going to become painful for both parties. Yeah. Because you're going to have a stitch in both your sides, and you're going to be cramping somewhere. Yeah. And then if mom you, is just going to be bruising up or something. Yeah, I if you want know. that to happen, take some Effexor. That'll, uh, <laughs> that'll get you there. Yeah. But, like, women, they don't want to have the actual sex for very long. <laughs> in your... In your experience, and I'm, I'm well, happy to. You're gross and hairy. I'm happy to oblige. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, before we get into bucket of chicken, uh, I just want to go down a couple of my notes real quick. I, I did think it was funny when uh, the three amigos got to Mexico and they were eating that meal, and Chevy Chase is like, "Do you have anything besides Mexican food here?" He was so stupid. <laughs> that that was great. No, they don't. Uh, I thought it was great the whole uh, plethora conversation between uh, mm -hmm. El Guapo and Jefe. Uh, I loved Jefe. He's like, we, we got you a ton of presents. Uh, the piñatas are filled. Um, and uh, El Guapo was like, would you say there are a plethora of presents? <laughs> and Jefe looks up at him and is like, yeah, I would say there's a plethora. <laughs> and he's like, you know, it makes me angry when people pretend they know things and they don't. And so he apologizes. And it, and it just, they're it's a great, great exchange. I, I love Jefe too, man. I would love to have a, a number two in my life like that who just <laughs> I don't. strokes my ego. I and, would not want that. That's, oh, he, that's he was great. I, I wouldn't, I want them to be at a distance. Maybe I could call them if I needed them and they would always come to me. No, I don't. But mean, I don't want them to be like always with me. No, if I'm like an El Guapo. Oh, yeah. Not, then not you, like right hand man. That's how it works. Yeah, not not me here in the studio. Like the like what the guy with the eye patch number two. And um, uh, like Dr. Evil's clan. Mm -hmm. I love a good mariachi. Oh, mariachi music is that the fucking was awesome. Best. And mm -hmm. his so that guy's laugh. 
Hi, 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 hi. Yeah, it was it was funny, but it was also like it, that kind of sounds good with the with, for the music. Mariachi, mariachi music, awesome, it's fucking great. Uh, I also loved the fact that they uh, Hefe goes and says, uh, "El Guapo, me and the boys pitched in, and we we got you a <laughs> present." And El Guapo is just a guy who just imported a bunch of guns from Germany. Yeah, so that's the kind of guy he is. He wants to go and take over parts of Mexico. And so you're thinking, okay, what kind of gift did they give him? They gave him this, like, sweater. A knit sweater. And, and he lifts it up. He's like, a sweater! He's all <laughs> excited about it. And the next time you see him, it's tied around his neck. Yeah. He's got fucking bandoliers of ammo mm. on, and he's got a fucking sweater tied around his yeah. neck. I thought that was awesome. Um, one, one of my other favorite parts was when the three amigos went to the compound, and they're going to swing in on these ropes. And so yes. you, you got Chevy Chase, who swings in on a rope, and uh, he he goes all the way across and busts into like a, a room and into like a cabinet. Mm-hmm. And then you got Martin Short who who swings and he goes all the way up and he gets his feet caught in a pinata. <laughs> and so he's just tabletop yeah. above the table, feet stuck in a pinata and holding onto the rope. And then you have Steve Martin. He grabs his onto rope the rope. Is a little too long. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's flying down, and all of a sudden he just skids on the ground. Yeah, uh, and that was that was great too. I, I love that. And another great part that has to do with what you just said. So they set up the birthday table because it's El Guapo's birthday. <laughs> and Martin Short, I actually rewound to watch it again. <laughs> he, he got like his spurs or something and just his feet were stuck. And fucking El Guapo had just found Chevy Chase in disguise. He's like, what are the, the amigos falling from the sky? And obviously, you know that that's Martin's time to fall. He fell horribly. Like he, I, I looked over, I'm like, he is now paralyzed from the neck down. Yeah, nobody survived that He one. fell really bad. His spine is in like six <laughs> pieces. He, he like fell right on his neck and head. Yeah. And it just, it sounded horrible and it looked horrible. And you're yep. like, you know, it's not a real person, right? I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like that looked awful. Like your head is like split in two. How about the guy who got trucked by the horse? Yeah, that was really bad. I'd never noticed that before. There's these horses running, loud and then too. you just see this guy, and the horse just knocks the fuck out of him. Everyone's running because El Guapo's taking over the the uh, village, and it's like it's a loud scene. But then this dude gets hit by a horse, and it was like really loud. I remember it being jarringly loud, and you're like, "Damn, that guy's dead too." All right, bucket of chicken. I want to say Martin Short. Or Ned Niederlander. I, I loved his character. He was stupid. I mean, they were all stupid. That goes without saying. But he did the sand thing. Um, he fell <laughs> really hard. He did like a Tony Hawk like video game all the way up at the top of the half pipe, fall on your head move. And it just <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad. That was terrible. They just like got picked up immediately and was kind of fine. He's a super nice guy, too. And he drew the he line in the sand. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was going to donate. They're like, what are you going to do with the cut of your money? And Steve Martin's like, I'm going to buy a big silver car. I'm going to show that director what's going on. And then Chevy Chase was like, I'm going to go to New York, maybe Paris, champagne, parties. And then fucking Martin Short is like, I'm going to set up a charity for like kids in need or something. Yeah. And everyone, the other two are like, oh, I was, yeah, I was going to do that before I, I got yeah. the, the big car, went and partied. Uh, he was just, 
likable and very, very close second. Well, I'll, I'll stick with one very, very close second is Hefe. He was Hefe was great. He was hilarious. He was happy go lucky. He was so caring and so nice. He was just he was awesome. Um, you know, Steve Martin's the best thing in this movie. Yeah, I knew you'd give it to him. Um, El Guapo deserves it. Hefe deserves it. Um, oh, El Guapo totally deserves yeah. it. Yeah, I didn't mention him. Uh, Damn. But Steve Martin by far is is the best part of this movie. He he carries this movie. <laughs> I I thought he was way better than Ned, and I thought he was way better than uh, Chevy Chase. I mean, they were all they were all good, but Steve Martin carries it. Steve Martin's got a lot, man. He doesn't need a bucket of chicken from me. I'm gonna give it to El Guapo. Wow, nice. He, he was fantastic. He was so funny. He was. I love this smile. Yeah, and he wasn't like he was an evil guy, but he was real nice to his men. Yeah. And he was just he was when you're thinking of the leader of a bunch of bandito badasses mm -hmm. you're you're not picturing a guy who's just smiling and happy all the time and it's gonna ruthless. be and who's gonna be like loving a sweater but <laughs> yeah. he's smiling through a lot of this movie man he's mm -hmm. just he's he's like seems like a pleasure to be around except for that guy that he shot yeah uh, off on, the roof. on accident um, though but i but i like him a lot and i know that giving it to him he's gonna share a couple pieces with jefe and he did a sick dance yeah which you do really well. I, I do. But that you need to add the well. second part of the dance. Yeah. The. Mm hmm. Yeah. Everybody hear that? <laughs> yeah. All right. Score time. I'll give it a 95. Okay. That, that feels right. It was really good. I, I really don't have any complaints. I, I giggled. I laughed. I smiled the whole time. My complaints the singing bush was annoying as fuck. Come on. Well, no, look. I, I just look. They're, they're it, going it to was, find but... they're, they're going to find El Guapo's lair or compound mm -hmm. and so they ask for instructions how to get there and it's go east right across the desert then you're going to come to a singing bush and then you have to say these phrases to summon the invisible swordsman none of that fit it was like what why I thought this it was is bullshit. stupid this is fucking stupid I didn't remember any of that and I knew that they had just pissed the villagers off so I thought that was like a Yep, go fuck yourself. Uh, step two, go fuck yourself, etc. But yeah, it, it, it was weird. It didn't fit in this movie. They didn't need it. I think they thought, well, it'll I think be really funny. 80s. And the, this bush is like just singing, she'll be coming around the mountain when uh. she comes. And this is just awful voice. And it's like, that needs to be the burning bush. You need to light that fucking thing on fire. Yeah. It just, it was awful. And I, I hated that. And I hated every time that I've seen this movie. I just thought that is really fucking stupid. Don't, I hate it when a movie does something like that, that kind of, it's like, you, why? You didn't need that. That wasn't funny. Everything else has been really, really good, but, yeah. but that wasn't funny. Um, I'm gonna give it a 90. Good movie. It, it really, it's an A. It it's definitely fun. does deserve an A. You'll have a good time watching it. Yeah. All right. Got anything else? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 188 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. Uh, you can go to our website, moviemuggin.com. We have a link there uh, to ask Jack questions so you can submit one. If you leave your email address, I will email you and I will send you a Movie Muggin sticker if you'd like one. Uh, we also have a link on there where you can um, get an alphabetical list of the movies that we have mugged. So if you want to see if we've done Fast Times at Richmond High, you just scroll on down to the Fs, and if it's there, you click on it and you can listen to it. And the answer is yes, we have. 
And there's also a link to go to our merch store. So head on over there and look at all the designs. It's not just movie mugging stuff, but I don't know why you wouldn't want some movie mugging stuff. Um, but there's other stuff on there as well. So um, I know you probably still have a little bit of that Christmas money left. And if you don't, <laughs> doesn't matter, man. Yeah, give it all. Give just, it all uh, over. Just use your that last debit, paycheck. Use that debit card anyway. We want your 10%. Yeah, tithe to us. <laughs> and more. <laughs> We're the Church of Movie Mugging. <laughs> yes. We're going to guilt you into giving us money. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for uh, tuning in. We love you very much, and we'll be back here in a couple weeks. You have yourself a Movie Mugging day. See ya. I got long hairs on my balls.